Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Be There in Five podcast. I'm Kate Kennedy, your host, your professional host, who's recording this in a very windy environment. I'm in sunny Southern California with Kelly Kennedy. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Every time I try to take a sunny trip, something always happens. When I went to visit Kelly in Coronado, a kid, you know, shit in the pool and we couldn't use it. And I was like, I am not having kids. Um, They have bodily functions. And uh, this time, you know, it's fine. It's just like apparently going to flood tonight. And I don't normally watch live TV, but at the hotel we have live TV. And it's just like red alarm, flash flooding. You're not going to be able to get anywhere. And some of my East, all the interstate signs are like, do not travel from Sunday to Tuesday and literally that's the duration of my trip um and so I had one two-day break on this well I had two two-day breaks in this like three-week period because three weeks ago I went to that's when I started traveling for GMA and like watch what happens live so I've been gone for the better part of three weeks once this tour is done and um I had two days off last week I went home to see Teddy Grahams two days off this week but I'm out west after my San Francisco show and Anaheim show which were amazing by the way such fun crowds love California love your pizza kitchen um <laughs> girl isn't that what you're known for yeah I got it um delivered in San Francisco and I was like, oh, I love the food here. I love the cuisine, the, the foodie scene. Um, but I, yeah, so I stayed out here, me and Courtney, and then my in-laws came. So the One Hit Mumbler crew, Claire, Allie, Rachel, Greg's sisters, he has three young, younger sisters who I'm very close with. And my mother-in-law came to my show too. And I was like, come out, we'll vacation, we'll go to this resort. Um, and yeah. yeah. It's 50, 55 degrees. It's pretty chilly. We were the only people at the pool, but we're from Chicago and Michigan. So we were like drinking out of coconuts, wearing long sleeves and pants by the pool. And I was like, I kind of want to swim. Um, but they went to the gift shop and I didn't bring a bathing suit because why would I um, on like tour? I don't know. I didn't think about it. And they were like, oh, they have bathing suits in the gift shop. But Greg's mom was like, well, there was only one left, and it was a white one piece. <laughs> Every postpartum woman's dream. In the dead of winter. I was like, I think I'm good. Um, so, yeah, now we're sitting on the balcony because apparently it's about to monsoon. Um, and this is going to be a really weird episode because I kind of recorded it on the road. So it'll be partially, I think I have like two minutes that I recorded in Salt Lake City, and that I'll include. And then I literally fell asleep. Uh, and then. I interviewed Caroline Moss about um, Pookie and Jet in the green room because I asked you guys on Instagram, I was like, catch me up on what happened in pop culture the past week. Um, And I'm going to see if my in-laws are down to record later, but there has been a fire at the resort and they have been relocated. Again, I take people on the best trips. um, So we're going to see where they end up later. Suspense. And um, yeah, Kelly, did anything happen in pop culture this week that I missed? I mean, a lot of speculation with the Grammys tonight, which we're, oh. honestly, oh, we we're going to watch the Grammys. Or, or drive. We should go. Oh, yeah. We thought about driving. They would obviously let us in. Um, it, okay. So Kelly just asked me if I thought Taylor was going to announce Rep TV. And so, like, she did change her picture to black and white. You, what else did you see that she did? Someone said that she deleted one of the Rep cover photos off of Instagram 13 hours before... The Grammys were starting. I, I did not fact check that. I just saw it on TikTok. But it's a lot. That is a lot of work. It is. To, to potentially figure that out. 
my mic keeps cutting out in full disclosure because of the hotel fire. So when they came, <laughs> they came down to tell the girls they should relocate. And they were like, we'll comp all your drinks. And we're just, you know, a handful of girlies that love free stuff. So then we all ordered like three more drinks. And I had like a whole coconut. And I actually, well, I only drank half of it. I don't even know what was in it. But yeah, Kelly, we should not, I should not be podcasting under the influence. I mean, what a party girl I am. Yeah, mom's on vacation. I was telling Kelly earlier, it's funny. Um, so Kelly and I spend a lot of our time watching Teddy videos. And ever since I've been on tour, people are like, you got this, mama. Hang in there, mama. Don't feel guilty. And it's funny because it's not that I feel guilty, but like I just miss Teddy and he's cute. And everybody keeps hounding me, asking where the baby is. They're like, certainly you traveled with him, right? Like, is he here? Like, where's the baby? And I'm like, with his dad. And we said, the crazier things have happened. It's just funny. Greg has been such a champ and I'm so appreciative. But yeah, I mean, I thought this was going to be the end of my career, but it's been fine because Greg's very involved. He's introducing solids without me, which is kind of nuts. Yesterday, he was like, it's hard to pick the seeds out of raspberries. And I was like, Greg, I don't think you need to do that. Are there seeds in raspberries? Like those tiny? I'm like, is he... I'm like, it's not like picking shells out of crab meat. Like, I don't think you need to. I think you could eat those. Anyway, I don't need the feedback. I'm, maybe I'm missing something here because, again, mom's not leading salads. I've, I've only fed my own child like uh, oatmeal or like whatever cereal the pediatrician recommended. And Greg's been spearheading solids. I mean, dad of the year. Um, I know it's also funny for me being like, what a good dad. He's feeding our child. <laughs> God bless. Anyway, guys, um, so, yeah, what were we talking about earlier, Kelly? Oh, so things that happened this week in pop culture. Kelly, do you think that the NFL is rigged? No, it's not rigged. I, oh, this is what I was saying. They did a spoof, they did a spoof um, commercial before the season of where everybody was reading a script, and which was pretty funny. I just would like to reiterate, if, in fact, this was rigged, I do not believe that the 49ers and the Chiefs would be in the Super Bowl. I mean, I think what's happened is, and this is where people are going in terms of like conspiracy theories and saying like there's something with the NFL and Taylor Swift, like trying to, I mean, it's just, it makes, it literally, it makes no sense. I, I mean, the Ravens, obviously, John Harbaugh being the coach, had a fantastic season. Um, I also think that uh, the Bills uh, perhaps could have had a shot. And they ended up, you know, not making it. I don't know. I just, I am just, I don't think that the Niners Chiefs is what everybody, I mean, you've seen the memes, right? I mean, what, what that, so even Japan Tourism or whatever came out with a statement of like, if Taylor leaves the concert at this time, she can make it back. And it's like, that's great. But why are we so hung up on whether or not she'll be there? Yeah, this, the Taylor football crossover has never jazzed me quite as much as other people. Just because they're two worlds, like I don't need intersecting. Um, so now I see way more football content than I want to. But yeah, I, when when I asked people what I should talk about this week, it was like all conspiracy theories and the NFL being rigged. And I'm like, again, I I even hate that this is in my repertoire now. <laughs> but um, I yeah, it seems like most level-headed people I know don't believe it's rigged. Um, and also there are other slash easier ways to get if you think it's a it's all, all the rules for Taylor Swift to get people to vote. A, 
that's cool if people want to vote, B, it's not part of a broader conspiracy because there are a million other ways she can influence people. And this is so indirect and would require a level of orchestration that would be a waste of time. It is absurd. But also then what happened is uh, last weekend, the head referee for the Chiefs game, in theory, I guess, according to his record, he's always easier on visiting teams than home teams. And so then there was another conspiracy of like, oh, the NFL placed that ref there knowing that they would give more like more leeway to the Chiefs and then therefore they're going to be able to make it to the Super Bowl. So, again, it's just even people are coming up with conspiracy theories within the NFL itself. And the Taylor thing just adds a whole other level that I just again, I am. It's just too much. It's too much. Just let the people play football. But did you see that uh, Olivia Colpo did get her mother-in-law, future mother-in-law? Yeah, because she went on a podcast and said that they couldn't, that her money bag son couldn't afford it. Well, I want to say they did spread the gospel of the Colpo sister show on TLC. It's a glorious waste of time. And I say that's a compliment for me. Like, it's a great background reality show. But like, even if, okay, like, I get it. Olivia Colpo, Miss Universe, like, influencer, I have no doubt she makes millions. But, like, I even think that's steep for her. $400,000 for one game? Like, some of the, I've read that some of the suites were going for over a million dollars. But also, can't you sit in the stands, girly twirly? That's why we love Kylie Kelsey. For sure. <laughs> She's been having fun lately in the suites. Yeah, Kylie has been in the suites lately. Um, but, yeah, I mean, happy for, what are they, the McCafferty's? McCaffrey's? <laughs> after i greg and i one time were talking about nfl wags and i was like yeah but like you don't need to be famous to get a hot girlfriend like alex earl like i didn't know about braxton barrios before uh sophia culpa when i was like and olivia culpa was just fully dating a random and greg was like he is not a random i thought he was like a random lineman those sweets are wild um but then it is kind of funny that his mom probably made a passing comment and it just like took off like wildfire about the cost of these things the thing is if you have any adjacency to money people don't aren't going to feel bad for you and it's better off you close your mouth last football question kelly i don't know a lot about football obviously but when people say it's rigged i'm like are they is it stuff like what jim harbaugh was accused of which i only know because my husband's a diehard michigan fan and he was accused of like sending a scout to look at a, an opponent's practice is that right yeah yeah no the guy was but because he's the head coach it was like in theory he's responsible so what, what wasn't it there were like four games he wasn't allowed to he was allowed to attend practice but not be on the field during the game okay but that's i was telling greg he was explaining this whole saga as if it was something dramatic and i was like that's literally the plot of bring it on where the Rancho Carne Toros, which her name was Torrance, Big Red used to go to the East Compton Clovers practices and copy their routines, um, but it was allowed they could still cheer. So you're saying, Kelly, you can't do that in college football, but you can do that in the NFL? Yes. Oh, we're getting a call from the resort. Is it about the fire? They came in for turndown service last night and all my shit was everywhere because I was getting ready for the show. And I came home and I had all of my random items neatly laid out on a towel. It was two tampons, one hair curler, a singular Q-tip, a floss pick. <laughs> I love it. So anyway, 
thank you for being my fill in for NFL gossip. Well, I saw the conspiracy theory thing and it's just like, guys, like Taylor Swift can she can move the world with the tap of a finger on an Instagram story. She doesn't need the NFL. She doesn't need the Super Bowl. Like if she wants to get people to vote, hey, that's awesome because she does it in a pretty bipartisan manner. Um, but also I don't think that this, like, I know firsthand because of, you know, my source that was like, Hey, come take a pic with Jason Kelsey for the best. Like this isn't, it, it's not made up. It's not a crock. It's not a broader conspiracy. Like people put way too much stock into PR conspiracies and it's just not happening. Um, but I love that people will say and do anything to explain away a situation that they don't find favorable. You know, that's basically all it is. Um, but yeah, this is a football podcast now. And uh, thanks for joining, Kelly. Is there anything else you want to clarify you're going to feel anxious about? Okay, who are you rooting for? Oh, I mean, we have a Beth who's a 49ers wife, Haley. Well, yay. Um, I know. And Casey, they're a big Niners family. Our, our nephew's a big Niners fan. He is. He is. So... I know. I just feel like I just always enjoy good football. I'm just there for the party. I'm throwing a party. Well, and when I was in Philly, and normally I will put up like a picture of something. I'll change it every show. But like in my intro, it was like me explaining my outfit. And then I just like threw up a picture of me and Jason Kelsey. I was kind of like, yeah, I am evolved. I don't need like brands or status symbols to fit in. Like I'm not I don't need people to like me anymore. Throw up a pic of me and Jason. Except in this case, I want you to think I'm cool. Meet my old friend, JK. Um, anyway, guys, okay, well, now we'll move on. We'll go to Caroline's segment, um, and then maybe we'll get catch my sister-in-law's, um, and you'll know it's a break from the incredibly uh, chaotic ads I'll just throw in the middle. Thank you for bearing with me. We'll get back to normal programming next week. Um, and if at any point the audio is bad, it's because of my travel mics, and I'm sorry. Caroline's voice is smooth on this one. Mine's a little rocky. What can you do? Love ya. Bye. It's been a minute since I've talked about this advertiser, but I love them and I've been using their products ever since, regardless of them being my advertiser. And I could sing their praises all the live long. Pros is a custom hair care routine that's one of the best things I've ever done for my hair. And the results just keep getting better. So Pros offers a one-of-a-kind made-to-order formula for your hair based on your specific hair circumstances. Whether your goals are to be shinier, smoother, softer, stronger, whatever... Pros knows there's more to you than just your hair type. And I know whenever I'm asked, like, is it oily or dry? Or, and I'm like, oh, all of the above. My roots are oily, the ends are dry. I want to keep it color protected. I need something purple for my blonde hair. And this is why Pros has given over a million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is how I got started. When you take Pros' hair quiz, it's asking you just one time, but it's a real, it's interesting to think through, like, you know, basics like about your hair's texture and your core issues with your scalp or your ends. But then it also it's like asking you your zip code because of pollutants, your eating habits, damage level, how much heat do you use? How much do you exercise? And then it analyzes over 85 personal factors and pros handpicks clean, sustainably sourced ingredients to get you closer to your hair goals with every wash. My favorite feature is pros's review and refine tool which lets you kind of tweak your formulas for any reason in case you change up your address, your hair color, or even your diet. I did this when I was pregnant, depending on my goals. I go in and out of wanting like a purple shampoo to kind of tone down my uh, brassy vibes. This carbon neutral certified B Corp pros as an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. 
All their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty-free. They're also the first custom beauty brand to go carbon neutral. And if you're not 100% positive, Pros is the best care care you've had. They'll take back the products, no questions asked. I got like a whole suite from, I got a shampoo that was designed to volumize, a conditioner that was for my brassier tones in purple. I also love their powder dry shampoo. I have a hair oil from them and a leave-in conditioner. It's a whole suite and it's the it has your name on it, literally. Like that's how customized it is. Anyway, custom made to order hair care from Pros has your name all over it, literally. Uh, take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 50% off your first subscription order today, plus 15% off and free shipping. Every subscription order after that. Go to pros.com slash be there in five. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash be there in five for your free in-depth hair consultation and 50% off your first subscription order. Never in my life have I had to take more luggage around with me. And thank God I have base. We've all been there trying to fit everything we think we might need for a trip only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. With base, there's room for everything. You know, 15 bikinis, uh, several pairs of boots, no problem. In our case, we were carrying literally hundreds of cups around <laughs> alongside with other merch and books. And base has been such a lifesaver. Actress and model Shay Mitchell is just like all of us looking for ways to make travel a breeze. And that's why she created Base to make sleek and affordable bags, luggage, and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly while still looking fashionable. I have a black set of Base. I kind of wish I had a beige set. I've always wanted to be like a cool beige girl. Maybe my next round of luggage, but it doesn't matter what color because regardless, they've thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle. It's like memory foam vibes. It's so comfortable when you're lugging heavy luggage through what I think is a crime of airports when they have like carpets. It's got a built-in weight indicator so you know before you get there for your over 50 pounds, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to be organized. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors. For shorter trips, the Weekender bag. They're like famous for this Weekender bag. It holds legit everything. And people will DM me be like, I heard the Weekender's heavy. The Weekender itself is not heavy to be clear. The Weekender is spacious and it fits in an overhead bin or under a seat. And the way you pack it depends how heavy it is. So the weight is up to you, gals. But if you want to fit a lot of stuff and be able to carry it on, the weekender is your gal. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead and bases over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. And right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash be there in five. Go to basetravel.com slash be there in five for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash be there in five. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Be There in Five podcast special backstage edition. I'm here with the inimitable Caroline Moss of G Thanks Just Bought It, Instagram pod, online community, and friend of the podcast, fan favorite, Mama Slay at the Lake. Welcome back, Caroline. Mama Slay at the Lake. Hi, Kate. Congratulations, New York Times best. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I was pretty excited. Now you, like Teresa Judice, can say, I'm New York Times bestsellers author, (laughs) which is what she says. Or she says, I'm New York Times author bestsellers. And now you can it's say the that. ingredients of it it's all. It's the ingredients of it, it all. Right. So all the words are right. <laughs> I, I already changed my Instagram bio because I'm that person. <sighs> I'm, I actually looked. I was like, she better. Yeah, I changed it yesterday. I was Good. like, I've been longing for legitimacy for some time it's now. Huge. Yeah. You. You know what? Also, like that is author culture. Like when after weddings, when 
the girls changed their last names on Instagram like immediately, <laughs> like before they go to sleep. I like if I had changed my last name, I would have been that girl too. So I don't. I would have like absolutely. Things change in your life. Put that on Instagram. Wow, that's what that's there for. That's so true. I support it. Thank you for your support and in general throughout the process. Oh. And, um, you know, if you guys can hear some bass in the background, maybe some knocking. <laughs> We're backstage at House of Blues. Uh, and I cannot be held responsible for any no, background noise. It's really it's. Uh, yeah, there's a little, it's like coming from all I sides. Love ring. I, lo- I love your ring. It's like a sapphire and a diamond. Oh, it's like plastic. Um, I like got sucked into this. Like I got sucked into one of those Instagram ads that, that people are like the girlies are obsessed. And I was like, well, I am a girly and I do like rings. I'll, uh, I'll, sh- I'll, I'll, I'll give you a link and you can choose to reveal it if you would like in your show notes. I love it. And also that is a funny part of girl culture that when we compliment something, we like, Oh, it's fake. Oh, I got it on sale. Oh, it's not that great. Oh, oh it came out of my butt. I literally like, yeah. puked it. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, this piece of shit. <laughs> but do you share? I, I, I've my whole life have felt a level of embarrassment when, especially in like environments where I know people well, like high school or college. Yeah. And people ask me if something's new. I think that's really objectively embarrassing. Oh, interesting. Does that bother you? I don't know that that bothers me, but I know that I cannot like my. I have never once just taken a compliment like you just said. Like, yeah, yeah. If someone's like, "Oh, I love that jacket," I'm like, "Thanks." It was nineteen dollars because it was like stuffed in the back of the clearance rack, and they were literally like, "No one wants this jacket." Like, do you want? We'll actually pay you to take it. I like can't just be like, "Thank you so much." I love this jacket too. I'm always like, "It's fake." Got an Amazon. It's from TJ Maxx. Well, and this part of the show is me slightly trolling people for having fake stuff because I think it's a funny part of millennial culture. Totally. But- so we wouldn't know anyone else who would know. Right. Like I never ever went to school with my fake Kate Spade thinking that like someone else was going to be like that's fake and here's how I know. I was like no one knows what a real Kate Spade looks like. And Precisely. Like, oh, fake Kate Spade. Okay, so I had cute. a I had a fake Spade too. And they were not that expensive. No, no. I literally probably paid like $50 for the fake Kate Spade. Real Kate Spade was like 80. My mom I my mom tells the story of like how when I got it, it was like what what I wanted for my 13th birthday or whatever was to go to Canal Street and get a fake Kate Spade. And I was convinced the cops were following us all the way home and I was going to They get probably arrested. were. I'm probably still on there. They're just waiting yeah. to make their move. This is why you can't go on reality TV. TV. Exactly. You can't have skeletons in your closet. Exactly. Okay, so what something you guys might not know about um our friendship is that we've never met in person i don't until, know if we've ever addressed that on the podcast i don't think we have um, until this moment until yeah right now to each other yeah and it's kind of an ongoing joke of me catfishing you <laughs> but i feel like you look like you and you i look, look like, like me you, and i hope i look like me <laughs> you do. i know it's nice and i was like it's just great and also like we're both i mean we're both like tall girls yeah and it's nice it's always nice when i just go into a room with someone and i don't feel like, yeah, you know, fee fee right? <laughs> doing bridge troll riddles. It always is tough to nuzzle a new friend into your bosom. I know. Like, oh, you're so teeny. <laughs> I am not. So it's nice to have a fellow tall girl. Well, did you see Nora out here on TikTok I and did. Instagram, like, insulting us? I know. I feel she's like, 5'9", like, nice friend. So I just say I'm 5'8". Yeah. But can I tell you something? Please. Actually, this is a big reveal. On the app, on the dating apps, because I'm back in that world... I, I like sort of dabbled into dating app culture and then ran far away. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore, especially because um, 10 years ago, dating apps weren't a thing. Like when I met my, right. my uh, ex-husband and, uh, you know, a guy's 5'11", and they always round up to six right. feet. When I changed my height from 5'8 to 5'7", I cleared <sighs> like so many different 
men really if that's what made me hate the app i was like oh everyone just like sucks and like this shouldn't be that i know because that, that wouldn't excite me because it yeah. means they don't want me no they want a pocket girl yeah they want a pocket girl they want a little peanut they want, <laughs> they want a little like, yeah they dancing want with the stars yeah they want to do some flips and turns <laughs> and it's so funny but i was like oh like when you know you set your like whatever you're interested in i realized that when women are like don't show me anybody under six feet men are like don't show me anyone over six five seven which enrages me but also mm-hmm. like i feel like i stand by the women who want what they want for height it's just it's it's height is a tough thing you can't help it is but i am um, i'm all for women having height requirements men should not have any requirements yeah you're right we already like settle for so much they do wrong you know you yeah yeah they've done enough that's it does for make, sure i do not i mean yeah double standard but you know the correct i think some double standards are fun are important <laughs> when they align with <laughs> yeah, how when, I feel. yeah double standards <laughs> are great when yeah. i agree with them yeah exactly um yeah double's not a bad thing and in the book i talk about double rolling your sophies yeah that was the ultimate hot girl move the ultimate hot girl move i mean for me i don't even know it's been so long since i've put on like i'll wear a bike short yeah but it's been so long since i've put on a short that i have to like adjust right. i haven't my had cross. my ass cheeks out you in know, a minute i haven't had my ass cheeks out <laughs> since the early aughts but well, yeah you know you're shopping and it's like anything that has the word cheeky on it i'm out I, i'm not not interested never was never will be I, I never feel more my age than when i look at the trends and i'm like really really yeah. cheeky i want a full seated yeah exactly. <laughs> give me full coverage i don't want like i don't want like cheeky yeah exactly Oh, Kate, your book is so good. I know that that's oh my not gosh, why we're here thank to talk about you. it. But it really, like, it just made me, you know, I'm a nostalgia person. Like, I really, like. I and mean, you're literally a former BuzzFeed writer. Like, you, like I did you were part of the machine. Your way message yeah. was, like, the first thing I ever really did online. And, like, and like it spoke to, you know, a generation. What's funny about that, it was, like, I started that in 2012. And then I was literally doing throwbacks to 2007, which is the equivalent of me making, like, a Twitter account now about 2019 culture. But, like... Oh, it, you should. <laughs> no, it's time. <laughs> but it really... Like, you... Like, you, like... I have the broad strokes committed to memory, but, like, so much of your book is, like... Like, like, like literal guttural memories feelings but also having it taken so seriously and it not written I mean not like I didn't know what was coming in your book because I listened to your show but like it's just so nice that like there's this place where it's like yeah this is what life was like and there's no like punchline yeah or like whatever jokes that are there we're completely in on and it's like a unifier oh I love that it's just nice like it's just I really like loved going back in time I like had a little playlist that I was playing while I was reading it I'm like Dave Matthews Band, and I was just like, "Damn!" You sent me a photo from the car on your way here, yeah, of a number that I don't think about often, mm. but is important. Daniel Bedingfield, if you're not the one, yeah, is th- that Natasha's brother? Natasha's younger brother, yeah. Daniel Bedingfield almost is in a weird category of singer to me. Mm-hmm. That like Robin Thicke, like mm. you're kind of a random celebrity-related person that had one hit, yeah. It's like, if you're not the one, then what do I dream of you? Why does my soul feel glad? No, it's just like anything. I just was like, it, it felt very general to me, if but it's like. If you're not the one, then why does my soul feel the la- glad I was dying on the way over here because I was like try- simultaneously trying to like record and then I was like, I should probably just try to drive my car. But it was, the, the lyrics are like, but it's like, um, and I hope, uh, 
do, 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 the one I die with. And I was like, <gasps> I think yeah. I loved you all my life. I mean, it oh, really yeah. just brought me back to... Um, I recommended this fiction book for people who like. Oh yeah, please share. It's called Britney's. It's by Brittany Ackerman, and it was like, oh my gosh, it was a perfect book to read after your book. It came out a couple years ago. I had a galley copy, and I was like, I didn't know what it was about, and I just read the back cover, and it was like, I kind of, um, you know, just as long as we're together, Mm -hmm. the classic Judy Bloom book. Mm -hmm. It's like that, but for girls who are in two thousand four, and it's just the perfect fictional complement to your book. And like, what I found so funny about it was like. It did not shy away from how embarrassing it was to be a teenager in 2004. Yeah. But it was so sweet and so tender. But like Aww. what I loved was like every other page, it, the the protagonist was like, you know, like Peter Sampson like said hi to me in science. Like I think about marrying him and then you like never hear about him again. <laughs> right, of which course. Is, like, exactly. The level of intensity. Yeah. It's like, what would that be like? What would it be like to marry him? I think he would like be like a good dad. And then you just never <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> good dad. People like I. One of my favorite things about this book is that the people. What makes people get to the point where they'll reach out to me? Yeah. By being like, and the most mm. common deep cut I'll get reached out to about is listening to the Blower's Daughter by Damien Rice, and I and I talk about that as like well, a, it is. S- <laughs> a sign of depression. I'm like, well, I should have known. I was listening to a lot of the Blower's yeah. Daughter. And I just kind of say it in passing in chapter right. seven and I get emails being like, oh my God, because right. I don't think there's a lot of like 30 something women still actively spinning Damien Rice. Like, I hope not. It's hard to fall when yeah. you float like a cannonball. Like, is it, maybe it's depression. Maybe it's Damien <laughs> <Yeah>. Rice. <laughs> right. like, or, like everyone check your meds and make sure that you are properly diagnosed. It might just be the songs you were listening to. It's a melody so painfully slow and a voice oh. that is like, what it is. It's like, you have to be in a, at a level of existing pain to listen to that and not find it irritating. I felt that a way about, um, like that song was on, on the same kind of level as, uh, God, now I'll never remember what the song I'm thinking about, but it's like in my head. Um, I'll think of it. Is it I'll James Blunt? No, but it's like in that, vi- it's like in that vibe. It, it, it's like David Gray? It's David Gray. It's David Gray. Yeah, David Gray. <laughs> <laughs> we, we did this with Nora. And we, David is Gray. this my phone? Yeah, you can look it up. David Gray. I have six messages from Caroline Moss. I'm like, what's going on? I can't get into this room. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, it's fine. I made it here anyway. David Gray. David Gray. Um, Babylon. But it was the other one that was set. This year's oh. love is fabulous. Thank you. Heaven knows it's high time. I was watching a lot of Dawson's Creek. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot of SAT words watching Dawson's Creek. All of those songs like were really meaningful to me. I loved the fray, obviously. Honestly, like, I would go see a Frey show so hard. And, like, do they tour? I hope so. But let me tell you, Kate, I did I did that for the Postal Service in 2013 or 2014. Yeah. What happened, they played at the Barclays Center in New York, and they only had one album. So it was a very short concert. It was, like, 11 songs. And everyone, when that show got announced, was like, oh, like, we got to go. The like, Postal love- Service was, like, the the co- bi-coastal yeah. effort of de- the Death Cab guy? They were, the, they were like... Um, they can see us waving. Yeah. It's Garden State Resurgence. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. But like sitting there and listening to in listening live to all the songs that you used to get really sad about like 10 years earlier yeah. isn't actually a fulfilling experience. Oh, really? It just, I mean, if maybe it helps you, you know, tie up some loose ends, but also maybe it pulls the thread and opens mm. up a lot of stuff for you. Mm. And I'm someone who goes willingly to a lot of like Bonnie Vera shows. Yeah, yeah, still for sure. to this day. And I sit there and I'm like, Does he play the Twilight one? 
What's the Twilight one? Roslyn. I loved their 2011 album. And then after that, with all the like symbols, I was like, oh, okay. Um, it was called Roslyn. But how's it go? <laughs> no, no, sorry. This is <laughs> Oh yeah. Start singing. I mean, this bond. is this is so very. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> right now, <laughs> they I all love sound like this that. Song. It's very Barbie coded. Like, can I play at you? Like, can I play? Yes. <laughs> can I, can I sing at you. <laughs> okay, so Caroline, one of the things I was doing this week is I asked people like. Catch me up on pop culture. I'm so behind. You guys are DMing me about stuff that I don't understand. I've been off the map now for almost two weeks because mm-hmm. that GMA interview was two weeks ago today. Wow. So I've been on the road since the day before GMA. Yeah. And one of the topics that I, I knew I could consult you for is the phenomenon that is um, Pookie and Jet. Pookie and Jet. Pookie and Jet. Um, you know, for or those... as I call them, Pookie and the Jet. Oh, has Very... anyone thought of that? Before? No, but that should be the title of this episode. Pookie and the Jet. I mean, I'm sure someone else has, but I'm saying it here. Okay, you know what I haven't heard about them that I feel like is kind of obvious. So I feel like people are very obviously endeared by the nickname Pookie, because it's almost like naming your dog Sparky or Fluffy. Like it's like almost such a generic term of endearment. No one uses it, but. Their last name's Phuket. So Pookie makes sense. Oh, I I would not have even thought those things were Let me play connected. I love the old black. Good lord. So and she's okay. like, thanks, babe. <laughs> so it's this couple. So it's a couple. Her name is Campbell Phuket. And his name is Jet Phuket. <laughs> her name is Campbell Hunt. Okay. Campbell Phuket, nay, Hunt. Hunt. And he's Jet Phuket. Jet Phuket. <laughs> I never really thought about that. Or Pocket? Hoda and, Ka- and Jenna Called it Called Phuket. Phuket. All right. Well, and I'm I feel sure like the fact, fact checkers at the Today yeah, Show sure should be there. Um, and he has like a pretty serious Southern drawl. It's in. I've known a lot of men like this in my day uh-huh. in the Southern frat circle. There is a version of a Southern drawl that um, almost sounds like flamboyant. Mm. And I don't say that in a derogatory way, but like it's a, a slightly more effeminate theatrical. skewing theatrical accent. Sure. Um, that he has and he has this wife named Campbell calls her Pookie and they just like earnestly post on stories like where they're going what they're wearing yeah but like I don't know what why where or how but it took off this week in ways that I'm struggling to understand yeah and Caroline Moss here has followed them for months which I find funny yeah I followed them uh, and around Christmas I unfollowed her because I was like all right I'm done and then all of a sudden, people were sharing Pookie content, and I was like, "But how would you get on Pookie Talk?" I don't, <laughs> Pookie Talk. Um, I don't know. Sometimes, um, and I don't spend any time on TikTok. I am an adult. I wait until they come to reels months later. Mm. But I think there are nights where I will just like find myself on my for you page on Instagram, or like looking at trending audio. Like yeah. I'll see one reel, and then I'll hit the audio, and I'll see who else. Made. Yeah. And I think that must have been how I stumbled upon them. And I was just. And what drew you in? It's so fascinating. I don't know anybody like that. I've never met anyone like that. Like Southern or I don't think they like level of attentiveness. No, no, no. Level of attentiveness is, is 
like that's not the thing. that's so weird. People are like everyone should have like a hype husband. I'm like, I hope you all do in whatever yeah. way that they're performing hype for you. I think he's performing hype in a way that women hype each other. That yeah is le- is more rare for men. Yeah, like I I just you just don't see a ton of men. I think there's a few things happening here. One, it's a southern thing. Yeah, you know, I'm from the north. Um. But I don't know anybody like them. Yeah. Um, She's not very Southern, though. It's just him, I think. But she did go to Ole Miss. Like, she, they oh, met she did go to Ole Miss. They okay. Met co- okay. <laughs> I've been down that road. Okay. But, like, he, his... I don't know if she's Southern or not, but her... His accent is... Yes. Um, And uh, I think it's just rare that you get an influencer kind of type person who kind of checks all the boxes of what you see on Instagram as an influencer. Like, she's very, like, you know empirically pretty you yeah know, she's wearing you know she's got like her makeup and her jewelry and she's doing the voice of influencer like mm-hmm. everything about them seems like very tailored from the go there's no kind of like ad hoc uh cinematography but then you see like the husband who's like just as involved as she is and I just feel like I don't see that that often no but I will say that my initial reaction was not like everyone needs a husband like that like I've never thought that and that was what no. I thought was weird <laughs> about some of the conversation coming out of this phenomenon was everyone was like Sometimes I look at the comments and people are like, can you teach my husband how to do this? And I'm like, geez. I'm looking at them like behind a glass. Okay. Window of. You remember I, the Nanny Diaries when she's like doing her anthropological. Like, no. Oh, jeez, oh, Kate. Revisit, revisit. Scarlett Johansson is like just she's talking about all the different kinds of like. Um, like the caste system of New York oh, City moms. Okay. And it's like this is the mom who like doesn't work. But like has full time staff and like goes to the gym and it's very 2007. But that's kind of how I am experiencing Pookie and Jet. I'm like kind of like pointing and like tapping on the yeah, glass. Right. I'm not like whoa, I want to be them. Or like whoa, I hope that's the relationship I get soon. But that's just, <laughs> but that's just me. I could yeah, never I be guess her, is... and so therefore that kind of husband won't come to me. I don't think. Do you know what right. I mean? There's like different there's like relatability and then there's like parasocial and then there's like voyeuristic Mm -hmm. and there's yeah there are levels of removal and or like realistic nature of you being in their shoes and I feel like like it's almost I think that's maybe what confuses me because I had the opposite reaction to Jet because I was kind of the way he talks to her I feel he talks about her like she's property oh no exactly that's how I felt Oh, too. okay, yeah. And I, what I'm surprised at is everyone who's like, "This is amazing." I'm like, "Oh, yeah." Where did I, am I? Is the problem me? Because That's a good question. Because maybe I'm overthinking maybe I'm it, overthinking and maybe he's just being I'm romantic, too progressive. But what I like is that she seems to be. Someone was like, someone asked me the other day via Instagram DM. They're like, can't tell if you like them or hate them. And I'm like, I. Does it matter? No, it doesn't matter. And that's exactly. I'm like, I enjoy watching their content. Yeah. For a while, I didn't. And that's why I unfollowed. Like, I'm sure he hasn't. But in my head, that kind of couple, that kind of man is so foreign to me personally that my guard goes up like instantly. Yeah, I understand that. And that that kind of man is not foreign to me. Mm. But um, I don't know how to explain this. Okay, this is what's really interesting about influencers. Yeah. We use them as vehicles to project our experiences or lack of experiences onto them. Yeah. I think our experiences can like misinform us about who they are and then our lack of experience can make us kind of romanticize who they are. Sure. And I feel like for me, like he's the type of dude I would know in college who like almost would 
whose character was almost troubling, but it was offset by chivalry. Like if you open doors and love your mom, that makes you a good guy. Even if you do like terrible things behind closed doors or like really disrespectful to women. And that that's my like red flag of like, I don't know. Sometimes people that overdo it, with the chivalrous compliments, it's a little like overcompensating Whatever or insincere. He's doing on video doesn't tell me anything I would need to know about yeah. him to move forward yeah. as his friend. No one is asking Jet and I to be friends. Therefore, I can just sort of <laughs> right. observe. Well, I knew Pookie Talk was a problem. And my not a problem. I mean, it had hit the mainstream in a big way because it got to my husband. And things only it get happened to, in a day. It, yeah, things only get to Greg if they are like absolutely mass mass culture (laughs) so how did he hear about it well he it came across his reels and i think he was like what's going on here and then my husband's the type of person that goes straight to linkedin because he just wants to know he cares about like credentials while the rest of us are foaming at the mouth watching tiktok and instagram there's one lone man typing in linkedin.com and it's greg and he was like that is the one of the most credentialed men i have ever seen have like a random viral moment on the internet another thing i don't trust so he is like Keeping a is he has like a dual JD MBA. He like he's a do, dentist. He does M and A's for dental offices. Though is like that a fancy spin on like my dad on stage in twenty? Oh, good. Uh, is that a fancy way to say my dad's a dentist and I sort of consulted on helping him solve the business yeah, when he wanted to retire? Right. That's like me saying my brother's gay, which he is, and. Everyone's like, who cares? Everyone has a gay brother. It's like, yeah, everyone's dad's a dentist. That is a bit from my favorite show, The Other Two, if you haven't watched it. Oh, so good. Me too. Uh, well, well, again, can't we can't enjoy anything. Jet, Pookie, The Other Two. But I think also I love the cadence of how they speak. I love the... Um, I don't know. I just, I think it's so fun. I think the way that she like turns on the camera and she's like slowly backing up. She goes, date night tonight. And then he just like storms in. He's like, we are going to Steakhouse and ask. Oh, was it Steakhouse and Aspen? I can't tell if their videos are current that I'm seeing or not. I can't either. I think maybe they're like a day. Yeah, I think they went to Steak 48. He's like, we're going to Steakhouse 136. Absolutely epic Steakhouse. (laughs) And she's wearing this like big like Russian like pillbox fur hat and she actually for the first time kind of was like just FYI guys Aspen's really bougie so like I can wear this and I was like oh she's getting pushed back about her outfits but I love I mean I just I love the song of like skirt is revolve shorts are Amanda Uprichard boots are Gucci and my Kelly and I think that's just like put me to sleep I love it in the best way it's ASMR for you yeah he's like Paige Denim as usual loves Paige Denim (laughs) you know what though that's one of the most endearing things about him to me is that like the man has found haven't we all when we find a pair of jeans that fit we just buy it in every color yeah He's not trying to. He's not trying yeah. to do. I also do. But think how much cashmere can one bring back through customs? I'm right. He did a lot of shopping in <laughs> a lot of Italy. In, he didn't. Capri. He doesn't, Capri. <laughs> I know. Not like I've been to Capri, but I'm like it's Capri. But also you changed it. I'm like, ooh, it's Capri. Um, I do have in in nothing that I want to explore or like lead the charge on. I have questions about. The Birkin bag situation. Some things raised red flags to me about that. Oh, in terms of their legitimacy? Well, if you have that much money to spend on a bag, and I don't. Um, me neither. And if I did, that that wouldn't be where I spend my money. And to, and to be fair, I don't know much. But what I do know 
about luxury is that it was it's very weird that he said I bought this for Pookie in New York and I brought it to Paris when everyone knows even me who I am dumb people go to Paris to buy luxury because it's a lot less expensive and you get the vat custom thing like it's really mm. weird to buy a hermes you had like fu money would you not worry about Dude, but i want to know but like if you had fu money would you be wearing a lot of revolve like if i don't Ooh. know you know what i mean like there's a i love a high low but there's a real What's high so low crazy discrepancy. to me revolve is fu money but you're right like the quiet luxury like right. you're wearing Loro piana type of like right. labelless luxury right. yeah like, no 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 it's like the the money like the row, like, yeah. Row, the row is like, it's like the revolve to row yeah. dichotomy. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not real. It just was like this is such an interesting. And then be like, I bought her a Birkin. We went to Paris, and then we just got another Birkin. I was like, damn, that's like seventy thousand dollars in one sitting. I uh, think about this all the time. If you're even remotely a thrifty human, like mm-hmm. even if I had that kind of cash, would I ever Ourself feel okay for a season to buy that? Birkin. Yes. Like, I don't see myself ever feeling comfortable dropping that on a purse because I a, don't like think they're objectively that like trust me I would take a bur- I'm not Rory Gilmore out here being like what's this like yeah. I would be stoked if somebody got me a Birkin but like it's just not a goal I have and I don't yeah. know if it would fulfill me in the ways I needed it to. I think a, f- a fake one might fulfill me in in a way that's like oh it's fun to carry something like this but I don't think I could ever carry yeah. around a bag being like this me so where much does money. one get a firkin a firkin I mean there's like all that you know the rep. Michael Kors kind of makes a decent they all version do. I mean they all do remember the jelly ones that everyone was carrying <laughs> around? I mean someone was like the absolute like biggest like luxury moment is Mary Kate Olsen walking around with her beat up Birkin that she's had for like 20 years right but I learned also from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills Crystal will be like I'll buy a Birkin the ones that will hold their value over time and then and then I will like take good care of them and you know I can resell them and so it's like an investment kind of thing but then you kind of go to like Pookie's bringing her Kelly to Chick-fil-a Pookie does bring her Kelly to Chick-fil-a I don't breakfast. know that I could do that I don't even it, it would lose its luster for me right. if it came to Chick-fil-A it, breakfast. It's too special. Like, you're yeah. toting around that thing. Like, what if the sauce fell on the Kelly? I don't know. That's what makes me think. And it's like, that's real FU money. If you're, like, just throwing your yeah. Birkin on top of the table at Chick-fil-A, like, more power to you. But, like, I would like to see those tax returns just because I'm interested. Just because I'm, I'm like, interested. <laughs> I just am curious. Do, do you... Uh, I don't know if you relate to this, but I operate on this spectrum of like, let people live to uh, like hardcore deep diver lurker. Like, yeah, I like want to know stuff for my own reasons. I don't really want to like broadcast it or take no. anyone down. No, 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 no. I'm just I don't like, generally take curious. Just yeah. But also like if you answer the questions, I will take it at face value. Did I tell you that I went through the Plath's Venmos? <laughs> In the same breath, she's like, look, like, you know, am I there trying a, to... If there was something juicy, I wouldn't tell you, but it just made me laugh because, like, Olivia Venmoed Ethan for that Queen of Hearts tattoo. I just, like, don't feel viscerally strong about anybody. Like, happy for Pookie and mm-hmm. Jet, live your life. I could analyze it for sport. Then I think about people analyzing me for sport and I want to die. So it's, like, hard for me to find my common ground because, like, I don't think Jet's my kind of guy. Mm-mm. Um, he's just a kind of guy he's just a kind of guy that is mm-hmm. some people's type yeah and I think that he compliments her the way like my gal pals build me up and tell me I look so yeah, hot or hot. whatever and like I mean I, I just yeah Greg's never been like I love the all black 
Just love the old black babe good lord. I love his marble mouth. That's what I call those yeah. accents. Whoa, it's marble whoa, whoa. mouth. It's very yeah. like lively. Yeah. Like in gossip robing. Gotta go. Gotta go. I don't know that I would. But also a thing about them that I really appreciate and it's a good learning lesson for me is like, you know, don't yuck anyone's yum. Like I look at that and yeah. I'm like, would I want that? Like let me think about me getting ready every day and whoever I'm dating being like, yeah, babe, amazing. I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Stop talking. Love the old black. Yeah, love the old black. Love Caroline. the boot. Lord. Um, and I would be like, all right, well, this is really quintessential like, Caroline. Uh, right, exactly. What is quintessential Caroline? Oh, the all black, honestly. Not going to tortoise glasses right. today. Yeah, right. Love those glasses, babe. Good Lord. She's wearing a different pair of glasses again. Love that. Classic Caroline. Loving it. Oh, on her phone again. Great. I love that. Not paying what, attention to me. What quintessential Pookie was. Quintessential Pookie is. My, you know what one I loved her first of all the funeral flower arrangement that he had waiting for her oh yeah what was that that made me like it, that actually warmed my heart that was like ooh hit, swing and a miss <laughs> but she was like oh babe I love it and I was like that is what marriage is about oh are you doing that are you doing that for every show I alternate between this in my coat in my face yeah, girl. Is that time. real? <laughs> what if it was a fake this, this jumpsuit is I'm, I'm speaking to Mike like we're going to catch a hot mic moment. Oh, I love it, though. I, the first thing I ever bought when I had my first job, $38,000 a year, and I called my parents, and I was like, FYI, I'm so rich. And they were like, FYI, below the poverty line. And they were like, remember taxes? And you are living in New York City. <laughs> um, I bought, I went to TJ Maxx and bought a Michael Kors wallet for $72. And you couldn't fucking tell me nothing. Did it say MK, 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 MK? It was, it was white leather and it had an MK snap. Oh, gorgeous. And I would like flash it around. And I was dating an older guy at the time. And in my head, I was doing that thing where I was like, and we will get married. And since he's older, he's definitely rich because all 31 year olds are rich. Yeah. And uh, obviously, I'll be kept woman. I, um, I have to get dressed for the show. Okay. Any is, final thoughts about Pookie and Jet? Pookie and the Jet? Pookie and the Jet. I'll just hope, you know, he <laughs> continues wearing page denim as usual and the black cherry Lucchese boots. Do you really talk to yourself in that accent yes. walking around the house? Yes. To myself, to my dog. Um, I say Lottie looking absolutely fire today. Did you see Lisa Barlow earlier post on Instagram being like, hi, guys. So I love supporting real fur. She was like, she was wearing a real animal fur and then proceeds to try to explain like why she supports real fur. And I was like, Barlow, this is not the vibe. Kelly Benson did it first in 2007. Supporting real fur. She's like... This is a real fur, and um, I don't want to get, like, I just, I like to support real fur. It's better for the environment. I can't get into it. And this is, and I'm like, Lisa, you can't just do that. I want but maybe she to, can, because I, I don't, I expect nothing from Lisa I Barlow. I want people to explain themselves less. Yeah. Like, yeah, just yeah. be you. Own it. Just own it. You're oh. a horrible person. Great. Own it. People still like you. Oh, so I shouldn't apologize to people who bought the photo package like yourself? Well, I bought it to support you, and that's how I... I don't feel bad about it at all, and I don't think you should. You're I the mean, best. I better get something real special Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Bunny this, ears. Did you bring this pillow in? That's darling. It's really on point. Okay, um, I got to change into my coach outfit. Okay, Pookie. Um... And Good luck with until your show next time. time. She's going to absolutely rock it tonight, you guys. She's looking absolutely... That's classic, Kate. Quintessential Beth. Quintessential Beth. <laughs> Good Lord. This episode of Be There in Five is brought to you by Wild Grain. Wild Grain is the first ever Bake From Frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. No thawing required, which is huge for me. 
And I just got a new box from Wild Grain. Well, I left it with my husband while I went on tour. At first, he was like, wait, we subscribe to a bread box? And I was like, yeah, because we're not getting like high quality bread products from the grocery store. I don't know. They can get, I can get like a fun sliced number from the aisle, but like fresh, high quality sourdough and like garlic breads. And these, I made these cookies that changed his mind because they bake from frozen. There was these like thick chocolate chunk cookies that made my house smell amazing, made me feel good, like I was actually baking something. And I was like, no, I love this idea because I kind of want my home to feel like a bakery, but like I'm not going to make anything from scratch. I'm not even going to make anything that I have to slice from a can. Like this, this, this is like truly ready to bake. And we are obsessed with the sourdough. We're obsessed with the chocolate chunk cookies. And they also send fresh pastas, which like I know sounds silly to suggest it like makes all the difference versus box pastas pasta it's delicious regardless but these pastas are insane and they they cook really fast and they're fresh and you keep them in the freezer until you're ready to have them and i don't know the quality is kind of unmatched my favorite item is probably the chocolate chunk cookies or the croissants i love having pastries in the freezer because fresh baking pastries in the morning when i have house guests is just like a cool feature to have that has made me feel like i can provide a hospitable environment for my guests and you can fully customize your wild grain box so you can get any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries you like. If you want a box of all bread, all pasta, all pastries, you can have it. It's your way. Plus, for a limited time, you can get 30% off the first box, plus free croissants, croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash be there in five to start your subscription. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and 30% off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash be there in five. That's wildgrain.com slash be there in five. Or you can use promo code be there in five at checkout. Okay, guys. Now we're at the third segment of the podcast. So this is Beth on tour. I've We've recorded with Kelly. We talked about the NFL. Caroline, we talked about um, Pookie and Jet. Do you guys know Pookie? Yeah. <laughs> I just learned about her this week. And here we are here today, me and my sister, Kelly, and then Greg's three sisters, Claire, Allie, and Rachel, and my mother-in-law, Cheryl. And we have survived the Pelican Hill Fire (laughs) of 2024. Just naming them out, right? Oh, we're sharing one mic. Um, And yeah, unlike Nas, I need more than one mic. I need to figure this out but um i figure people want to hear from you guys they love you from one hit mumbler um so welcome back just project you. into the mic okay <laughs> thank you thank you we're happy Hi. to be here happy to be here long story short okay so last night ali posted a photo on her instagram story being like getting ready for at kate kennedy's show incinerating our hair <laughs> with straighteners <laughs> and then they got a phone call today that there was a fire in the hotel yeah. and they were like no <laughs> we were following the fire truck in and then got a voicemail that there had been a fire it was not our, it, our was, it, it wasn't them but you guys know my fear my demise being something about straighteners or curling irons like it would just make too much sense yeah like the guy on the segway falling dying on the yeah. segway right. um so, yeah, not their fault, but they got moved to, like, a beautiful villa, and we're going to watch the Grammys tonight and thrive in our robes. Yeah. yeah. We're thriving in our robes right now on the yeah. patio. Yeah. yeah. So in the rain. The we're... Express. Yeah. 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 Is that what it's called? Uh-huh. This wave of storms? Uh-huh. Also a bomb cyclone. 
we're calling it that. I don't no, they know. said that's right. The us. news was like, yeah, that we, Caroline said they were, they oh, were calling. Oh, it was Caroline. She was yeah. like, oh, it's a bomb something. And we were like, oh, oh yeah, bomb, bomb cyclone. cyclone. <laughs> and she was like, how do you know what that is? We're like, well, we get them. We get them, but they're snow. Yeah. They call them a bomb Oh, cyclone. I've never heard that before. They they flew in a guy, a weatherman from Grand Rapids. We saw him on the plane. Oh, this is false. He was he was with the trial. There was a Grand Rapids newscaster, Grand Rapids local newscaster on our flight (gasps) in first class. I was going to say, was he in first coach? He was in first class, which a local newscaster probably wouldn't be flying unless they were flying him out for the report for the bombs like to report. Because they were like, we need to call in the people who actually have weather <laughs> yeah. right. for this report. Well, right. Nellie was disappointed there was no celebrities on our flight to LAX. And I was like, what are you talking about? Did you see? I can never see cool people at the airport. At one time, I was in coach with Todd Chrisley. And I was like, bums me out, you're in coach. I, know. <laughs> I, I think you'll still be- see people at LAX tomorrow, though, after the Grammys. Like, I don't oh, think probably. Probably. Interesting, yeah. 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 Which, yeah, that would make more sense. When I stayed, so the last time I did a vacation in LA, it also rained the whole weekend when I was at the Beverly Hills Hotel. And that weekend I saw just eating dinner at the bar. Owen Wilson, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Lana Del Rey. Oh my God. Like, what? There are certain places you go, they just, that's where they hang out. Yeah. I don't know if maybe they don't let you take, and I wasn't going to talk. What am I going to say to Owen Wilson? Yeah. <laughs> do you think wedding crashes is kind of problematic in hindsight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to talk to her about. But it was cool to see people in the flesh. They're always a lot shorter than you think. They yeah. are. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Christian Bale. We saw him in London. Oh, yeah. yeah. We saw him. He's the, really short. That's a good sighting. Yeah. Well, we were at the Batman at the premiere. premiere. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we followed him. We were so. not hanging out at the same place. No. Christian Bale. We were, it was like Trafalgar Square. Which okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when you were visiting Greg. Yeah. 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 That's so funny. When we went to, it was the Dark Knight premiere. It was a big oh, deal. That is a big deal. But then we saw him. He's very short. Yeah. And then you watched the movie and you noticed they film him from the below. Bottom. Yeah. Always. Oh. So he looks tall. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we recorded over New Year's and I lost the audio file. I don't know what happened. It didn't save. And I cried. But all we did was, for some reason, the day before I asked on Instagram, what do you guys mix up? Oh, okay. Claire's because, husband. Yes. Mixes up Colt 45 and, and Mambo number. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A little bit of Monica. Which does not make any sense <laughs> at all. And also, he mixed them up because they were on a playlist together. And I don't know why anyone would have Colt 45 and Mambo number five. There's no curation the that makes sense. No. For that. So funny. no yeah. but he Unless did. you're at like a swing dance party for stoners. <laughs> So yeah, there's some random ones like, um, you know, balaclava and baklava. Mm. <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> which makes total sense yeah. yeah but then there was three people that had trouble not calling ne- neapolitan pizza napoleonic three separate oh, yeah. people that they was call very it napoleonic yes pizza? instead of neapolitan. i didn't know that napoleonic was a word no yeah, i've never heard of that do we know what that means well and they're all neapolitan pizza. like yeah. they have 
their grandparents' last name is Napolitano, which just yeah. means like you came oh. over here from Naples. Yeah. So they're maybe not the best. Um, I didn't know Napoleon. But no, I no no. I'm <laughs> is it say... after like Napoleon? Oh yeah, didn't wasn't it? Wasn't he on? Did the... he conquer pizza? No, he was on the <laughs> island. Isn't that why the, the that's called the Naples? Yeah, because he was like sent. He was like sent to that island. Did nobody watch oh, Napoleon? No. no. Oh, there's Napoleonic he was, like, wars. Sent to that island. Oh right? yeah, probably because because they he. I don't know. Isn't it I'm funny not, that we probably this had this exact kid. conversation before? <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know the answer. This is wildly speculate here on the air. Yeah, yeah. wildly <laughs> speculate about historical events that we don't know anything um, about. I actually find this relatable. This person Saint mixed Taliban. up salon and saloon a lot as a child, and those okay. are very close words. Yeah. And both do tend to have swinging doors. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying to make sense. And like Bon Jovi and Bono. Oh, and yeah. Us, and you guys were like, "What's the difference?" Yeah, yeah. And we realized in that moment that that they were different people. Yeah, we didn't know that they were different people. And then the only reason, like we we, if you you two fans out there. Um, you know, all three of you, like, I don't, I feel like most people aren't diehard YouTube fans and no. they put all that music on our yes. apples. Yeah. Unforgivable. Truly. Yes. Otherwise nobody would. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no. with or without you from friends is a really iconic song with mm. Ross and Rachel. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that was YouTube. Right. Well, and, also- and the other thing too is like, so even if, so everyone always had the album on there because you can't, you couldn't delete it. Yeah. yeah. And then if you got rid of iTunes music, it would only keep the songs you bought. So I had YouTube and then Fergalicious. <laughs> yes. I feel yeah. like shuffling through the music yeah. we bought would be a funny game. Because mine is... Sh- just shuffling through my iTunes is funny. Oh, yeah. It's Because like it's a lot of... Soul bearing. A lot of pirated YouTube music. You, yeah, MP3. Like, right. MP4 to MP3. YouTube to MP3, yep. Um, and a lot of people... Bon Jovi and Bonnie Vare confused, which oh, that's there's yeah. two Bonds, I guess. Yeah, but very different styles. Very different styles. Um, okay, the four people didn't know if saying that's a doozy means it's bad or good. What do you think? Kelly? I think uh, that's a doozy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I would say bad. Yeah. Excuse bad. Yeah, it is. But you said you questioned yourself for a second, right? Because well, I was trying to think. It's like not bad or good. It, to me, it's sort of like that's a doozy. Crazy wild, like that's wild. yeah. But the word kind of sounds easy. Almost like... Like snooze. Yeah, like kind of doesn't sound like a hard thing because it's a goofy word. Yeah, I think that we kind of were like, it could go either way. I feel like I hear a lot of people say it sarcastically. Like, well, that's a doozy. Oh, you're right. You know. Yeah. (laughs) But what are you meaning? That's part of the confusion. Like, it's not really that hard. hard. Your life's not that hard. I feel like it's like... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody just... (laughs) I keep confusing waterboarding and hydroplaning. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Yeah, I got waterboarded out there on ninety-five. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Who was in the car with you?" I believe the Probably the best one is the person that confuses falafel and fellatio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to order that. Oh, the Mediterranean joint yeah. is tough stuff. What's in the fellatio? What's in the fellatio? <laughs> not sure what it's actually made of. <laughs> My mom doesn't understand the difference between Panera and Pandora, which <laughs> is totally fair. But then people are like, I always mix up the garage door and garbage disposal. 
This person tried to watch This Is Us. You know what show that is? Yeah. But they got it confused and started watching The Last of Us, which oh. is that zombie. Yes. Pedro Pascal. <laughs> Two very different shows. One is the Mandy Moore. One's yes. Mandy Moore and one is like immediate yes. apocalypse for yeah. zombie. Yeah. I, I watched the zombie one. <laughs> right? Really we were scary. saying that it's like 28 days and 28 days later. Yeah. Everybody yes. got that yeah. confused. And one Wait, is, what's, what's 20 days? With Sandra Bullock, and she's like in rehab. It's not yeah. scary. Oh, right, because I no, also with got Josh Hartnett. But I also got it confused with two two weeks notice. notice. Yeah. <laughs> also, Which is also Sandra, Sandra Bullock. Bullock. She puts in her two weeks notice, and her and her boss fall in love. Spoiler alert. Yeah. yeah. It's a rom-com. It came out 20 years ago. <laughs> My son says, I can't remember if it's Law & Order, SUV, or SVU. <laughs> Do that. Am I supposed to say a tree falls in the wood or does a bear shit in the woods? Which are two different sayings. They are. But a I, bear shit in the woods is like uh no shit Sherlock or like yeah. Captain yeah. Obvious. Yeah. Which does, yeah. Which but does it's it the Pope does it, is the Pope Catholic? Does a tree yeah. a tree fall is like does a tree fall no, if no one hears it? Right. right. Which is more matter, like, like annoying. What's like it's more like does your mind? Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Does it matter? I slacked out. I'm just kidding. No, but okay. No, but if a tree falls in the wood and the woods and no one hears it, did it, did it fall? fall? Yeah, that's yes. the question. I so literally could not think of a context where did I would it? say that. <laughs> no. Like, well, what would I be like? It's deep. It's like. Right. Does it make a noise if nobody hears it? Like, is isn't a noise only something we're we're perceiving because it's our sense, right? Like right. we're sensing that, right? Like if, if I thought it was just like, you know, if you like noises exist, if you no steal earrings from like players, but they don't have cameras, notice. does it matter? <laughs> yeah. That is so specific. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was more like if you do something and no one's around, oh, does it actually did matter? Steal yeah, did you earrings steal from earrings? Claire's? No, but I <laughs> stolen like avocados from Meyer. <gasps> Hey. I, I stole a necklace once from a hex with yeah. mom. Oh, no, it was with mom. It was in my hand, and I walked out of the store, and I was like, oh, my God. And then I realized it, no one caught me. It didn't matter, yeah. and I just kept walking. Oh, I, I still – my face feels hot thinking about it. I stole a candy bar. <laughs> oh, girl. Um, the day before Halloween, and I was not <laughs> That sounds harrowing. Was. Did they find out? Did your my mom, mom. – I you feel like her? the punishment No, I think she saw me get in the car with – the candy. And she, and she was like, I that. didn't pay for that. Yeah. And so she went back and didn't pay for it. Dang. Invoices. 126. 126. <laughs> um, in fifth grade, I told my friends my grandma lived in a condom. She said condo. <laughs> <laughs> Easy mistake. Easy mistake. Oh my God. Um, people confuse Jimmy Dean, James Dean, and Jimmy Johns. And then one person confuses Jersey Mike's, Jimmy Johnson, Johnny Rockets. And now I'm remembering Allie and I. Is this how we got got onto this? Yeah. Allie and I think that Jersey Mike's makes the perfect sandwich. Superior sub. It is truly superior. Yeah. And their bowls, like the salads they do. I've I've never gone off bread. No. I get the same thing every time. Spectacular. Really? Oh my gosh. 
It's the perfect uh. amount of lettuce, like shredded lettuce. Yeah. To make, like, it's not, you know, a lot of times they'll way over the lettuce to make up for the Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah but this is the perfect <laughs> amount of lettuce. I, it's a deconstructed sandwich. Yeah. Interesting. Oh. No, we just think that Jimmy John's is. Jimmy John's mostly is, mayonnaise and bread. It's all mayonnaise. It's okay. the official food of drunk people. Like, it's just the flavors are there. It delivers fast. Yeah, it, I feel sick thinking about it. Yeah, unless Jimmy John's wants to sponsor to be there in five podcasts, I'll take back everything. <laughs> no, but Jersey Mike's is fresh. It's cold. I I like to mix mayo and mustard, oil and vinegar, just on the lettuce mm-hmm. with a cold turkey and provolone. It's an outstanding sandwich. The club sub is is the best. With the, it's the turkey and bacon. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's just, just Mike's way in general is. Yeah. Mike's way or the highway. Yeah. And Jimmy John's, what we're describing is a beach club number 13, which under delivers in a big. Yes. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. Even, the, yeah. Even with the sprouts. It's so good. I made a TikTok making a joke that if I had a signature scent, it would be called Mike's way. <laughs> <laughs> and I would just smell That's like. your TikTok oil and smoke and falling. No. Don't. <laughs> it's mostly it's my diary. Ball. But Jersey Mike's commented on it. And was they like, did. oh, we love this. Hallie. Yeah. The real jersey. And I was like, sponsor Wait, me. That's a big deal. <laughs> like, there's some that are kind of confusing, like perennial and perennial. So, perennial meaning the word that I can't say. Oh. Per- yes. Oh. The space between your vagina and your bubble. <laughs> yeah. Ah, it's yes. 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 It's perennial. Perennial. Is that what the song The Space Between is about? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was trying to explain to my family, <laughs> you know, Wait, is how I had a tear. And I was like, it's not a taint tear. It has a more medical word. <laughs> perennial. But no, per- yeah, perineal. not perineal. Oh, yeah. per- perineal. Perineal. It's perineal. Yes. Because, okay, peri, peri means around. Around. Yes. In Latin. Yes. Oh, well then, yeah. Like flowers then. Yeah, perennial. Around the year. They come around. A lot of people can't tell the difference between Greta Gerwig and Greta Thunberg. <laughs> Just because they're both named Greta. Right, because I didn't feminists. know who Gerwig, that's the Barbie. Gerwig's Barbie movie, Thunberg is the climate activist right. that was like a yes. teenager. Right. Um, whenever people talk about baby lead weaning, I worry people's babies are eating lead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah. We're just weaning them off of lead. Um, I thought this was absolutely fair. Mixing up the Goo Goo Dolls and the Foo Fighters. Yeah. Because of the OO name. And then Queens of the Stone Age and Stone Temple Pilots. Like, those are very similar band names. Yeah. Songs at similar times. Goo Goo Dolls is definitely. And similar types of music. Mm -hmm. And then we have Lazy River confused with Lazy Susan. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. Yeah. A Lazy Susan is a Lazy River for condiments. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You just circle around Uh and bring it back. Yeah. Yeah. Right, there's no Perry Susan. (laughs) (laughs) What she's doing? It's going around. Um, Three Doors Down, Third Eye Blind. Very fair. Yeah. Crate and Barrel, Cracker Barrel. You're the only person I know in the history of this life who has ever gotten Cracker Barrel takeout. (laughs) (laughs) I got Hash Castle? Cracker Barrel to me was like Burger King and that's America's backup plan. Hash brown casserole? <laughs> What's in it, Keely? <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't mean to rush. Yeah, 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 it should be on there. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> yeah, thank Sorry to so take up your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All the uh, sure it was ribbing. Cracker Barrel. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. The hash you, brown love, you love Cracker Barrel, which I just yeah. think is funny about oh, you. The fried okra. Yeah, I no. love shopping yeah. while I'm eating. You know, while I'm eating. In the Cracker Barrel? Yeah. 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 What can you buy there place? besides a wind chime? Oh, it's like, uh, that, no, my grandma, my grandma had this outfit. Some We were at someone's wedding. Yeah. And I said, where'd you get it? And she said, Cracker Barrel. <laughs> The whole outfit. Stop. No, it, it, it was like a dress with a sweater. I mean, Aww. yeah, she wears some scrapes. Yeah. Ornaments. Like, yeah. fashion supplies. Yeah, they, I highly store. recommend if you're out in the country and you're like, I don't know where to go, always go with Cracker Barrel. There's okay. always one around. Yeah. And the, always get the breakfast. The wine selection is limited. <laughs> <laughs> That's shocking. I've never tried to drink at a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> yeah. Should we but go? it was difficult. <laughs> Similarly, people confuse the word Zamboni with gazebo. Oh, <laughs> Zamboni, like the ice rink? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. It's, it's just, yeah, it's fascinating. Um, just because there's a Z? I think so. I, I mean, Zamboni so. could, like, also gazebo. sounds like a shape, you know? Right. Like, gazebo's <laughs> like a... Oh, I feel like this Trap is one we talked about for a while, but I don't remember why. Because um, Nicholas Cage and Bill Gates. <laughs> no, because I said I confused. No, Nicholas Cage and Jack Nicholas and no. Jack Nicholson. No, 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 <laughs> right? no, you guys. Remember, it was Golfer, the actor and the yeah. actor. But we decided Wait. no. The, the issue was Cage and Gate. Oh uh, no! But didn't yeah. we find out that Nicholas Cage looks exactly like the guy from Nickelback? <gasps> oh, he does. How did we end up on that? Like they're both oh, it's like back to Nickelback. Yes, they do. Yeah. We're bringing Nickelback. But then we literally <laughs> looked up a picture of them. Or like, oh my god, yeah. they look exactly. They alike. do look a lot alike. Oh, and we talked about Check how Allie them. went to um, a Nickelback concert in June, and it was a packed house. Correct? It was packed, sold out. Um, <laughs> and they were expensive tickets. They were not oh, cheap. This is why. Okay, because we had two topics that night. Hang on, it was mix-ups, and then people saying. Who they felt deserved more credit. More yeah. credit. Oh, this is the intro I wrote that night. Welcome back to the Be There in Five podcast. I'm Kate Kennedy, your host. A wise man once said, I look at this photograph every time I do what makes me laugh. And for me, it's more like I listen to this podcast every time I do what makes me laugh, which is how I feel about the last episode I've recorded with today's guests titled One Hit Mumbler. Where these girls just to bravely take to the airwaves and defend Nickelback, <laughs> arguable laughing stock of pop rock. And after playing rock star photograph far away, this is how you remind me. This was how they reminded me that we've maybe been too hard on Chad Kruger. And they're back with me today, recording live on New Year's Eve, to hear some of the musical and pop cultural hills you'll die on, oh, yes. as you were so kind to listen to theirs while they brought Nickelback. Please welcome to the Be There in Five podcast. So, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, and one of them was was why does Nick Cage get so much heat? Oh. The family man is a work of art. Mm. Yeah. He's in I do love that movie. Family yeah. Man's good, but I don't feel National Treasure. I love that movie. Yeah. I think most people like that movie. Do <laughs> yeah. you feel strongly about Nick Cage? Oh no, I just think it's a cute movie. Do you feel like when you hear a word like cage or gate, you get confused? Never. Not yeah, I mean, <laughs> no. no offense. Also, like they just like Bill Gates is so like everybody knows who Bill Gates is. Yeah. That it's like it would be hard to confuse. Well, well, we talked about like Nicolas Cage being part of the Coppola family, which I feel like yeah. is admirable that he does. Wait, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Really? I didn't know that yeah. Uh, now I'm remembering because we talked a lot about Ashley Simpson. Yeah, oh, we did. Yeah. Probably more than we should have, but 
No, but that album is good and important. So the good. album is called Pieces of Me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we watched an episode of her show, I think two seconds of her show, and we're like, we can't do this on New Year's Eve. We watched so a lot bad. of content. We watched yeah. Liquid Dreams video. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. Yeah. It was traumatizing. Yeah. Yeah, it was like Alex Mack. It was like girls. Because remember, I said that I during the podcast, I was like, I literally thought that like Liquid Dreams was just because like you know, it's like everything's kind of blurry because it's a dream and they look like amoebas. (laughs) But then you watch a video and all the guys are like, like, I'm having a wet dream. (laughs) Yeah, but it looks like kind of like trippy the whole video, and I'm like, oh, that's. I thought thought. the dreams were liquid, which they are, but like. (laughs) <laughs> That's the perfect example of how pop music rightfully goes over the heads of yeah. the people. It's oh, for. I had no idea what. Oh, I had, yeah. And I yeah. was listening to it at the gym, and that came on while I was. Yeah. And yeah. all of a sudden, I was singing along in my head, not thinking about that. And, then, and all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh my god!" And this was just two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where I was like, "Oh, this is this is fun." Yeah. yeah or suggestive. just like shit, or the banging on the bathroom floor. Yeah. 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 She thought they were literally banging. Yeah. 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 Yes. Oh. In my book, I tell a story of how my parents called a family meeting because somebody printed out the lyrics to Shaggy's It Wasn't Me. (laughs) And my parents found it. And we were like in the playroom. They're like, who printed these lyrics out? And it was almost like a funny loophole because we were all like, they were like, what is this? And we were like, it wasn't me. But it's like, think about like your my my parents in the late 90s being like, without context. Sorry, call me butt naked. Banging on the back. Yeah. Like, picture this, you're both, but, but I think I printed it out because I wanted to memorize lyrics to be cool. I'm sorry. Our brother could have been the one that printed that. That's possible. It wasn't me. But <laughs> it's me. That's the loophole. Yeah. I know it wasn't you. You're too well behaved. Wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, well, because I think people, what people forget is Ashley Simpson had autobiography, which was, you think you know me? Word on the street is that you do. Mm-hmm. I want um, my autobiography. Just ask me. And that was the tagline off her show. And then it was on a Monday. Oh, yeah. I'm waiting. On a Tuesday. I'm fading. I hope somebody wants to. What's the other? <laughs> what's the other one? That... You make me want to lie on the kitchen on the floor. That video is also. That's impressive. <laughs> we were shook. Yeah. And um, she also had a damning song about being Jessica Simpson's sister called Shadows. Yeah. Living in the shadows of someone else's dream, trying to find a hand to hold, but every touch felt gold to me. Oh. I know. About like growing up with only the attention being on her sister. Dark stuff. And when I went um, back and was deep diving Jessica Simpson's discography, she never wrote any of her songs and actually co-wrote all of hers, which I think is interesting because yeah. she's the laughing stock because mm-hmm. of, of SNL. And she actually, her album was really good. Huh. Literally just this one day of just lip syncing. Like, right. Which, which like, everybody, everybody does. Yeah. Um, does she live in LA? Should we go try and find her house? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was on Jeff Lewis. Jeff Lewis? Oh, really? Yeah. What's Jeff Lewis? Amazon Prime, Jeff Lewis, he's like an interior designer. Oh, yeah, we watched does, that together yeah, in December. We watched that. Oh. And her and uh, her husband had their house redone by Jeff. She's married to Evan, right? Yeah. Oh, is that um, Ross? Diana, Diana Ross's, Ross's son. son. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's yeah, married to Evan. Just talking about that. Yeah. Um, 
A couple people wrote in saying Guy Fieri is worth defending. Do you have thoughts on Flavor I didn't know that many people don't like him. I feel like most people, he's kind of a joke. Like in terms yeah. of right with the visors, the fake visors, <laughs> yeah, the like, frosted tips, yeah, yeah. frosted tips and but the flame shirts, right? I and think the flame shirts. You just have to appreciate him for what he is. He's just kind of like an out there flamboyant, like show pony, yeah, on the Food Network. And if you're yeah. if you're okay right. with that, it's fine. like he doesn't bother me. Well, because his show like highlights small businesses, right? Like, exactly. Right. And, and he runs some of the cooking competition shows. Yeah. But there is a little bit of nepotism because his son also now works on their shows. Oh. But I thought he, wasn't he the one? Was he the one that said he wasn't giving his kids any money until they had two degrees, two college degrees? Was that oh. him? Yeah. Was uh, it? I thought it was. That's uh, spicy oh, take from oh, Town. There, there was someone on I Ellen. I could have swore it was. They said that. He was said it the other one. <laughs> I'm confusing <laughs> someone now. <laughs> Um, I could have sworn Gordon him. Not Gordon but Ramsay, maybe but the other one. Um, Bobby Flay? Bobby Flay. Oh. That's not, that seems like a Flay move. Uh. No, it was like someone really... I mean, it could have also been Guy. Yeah, I think my take on Guy Theory was like... And I think it's the only one. <laughs> Ellie. Just the just Kirby Ibiza, Ibiza <laughs> thing I've ever heard you say. Uh, I... What I was trying to... Last time I was think what I was trying to say is that he highlights small business and his business is small highlights. Oh. Um, and I feel like oh, oh. in his, his, if he didn't have those frosted tips, I don't, I think people would take him seriously. <laughs> possible. And I think right. the visors yeah. and the tips. But what, I think in, in the he was up and shirts. coming, that's what set him apart. And the fire. Yes. Yes. Like the whole yes. Kelly's like, it's geek. Daddy. <laughs> okay, Kel. Okay. Have you been to his Times Square restaurant? No. According to Wikipedia, his name was Ferry. Like F-E-R-R-Y. Like a Ooh. boat. Oh. But he changed it. His grandpa's name was Fieri. And then he changed it to Fieri with the E. R-I. Which means fire in Italian. Right. And that's why he wears all those fire bowling yep. shirts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. And when I say a fire bowling shirt, I don't mean a cool bowling shirt. I mean a bowling shirt literally <laughs> that has fire. Yeah, You're yeah, not yeah. talking about food being. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fire. Love the all black. Love the all black. Quintessential <laughs> food. Fire tonight. Um, okay. Last question for you. Because um, you, I think you guys watch, including Cheryl. This person thinks Digger was the right man for Lorelai. Do you remember no, Digger? No. Yeah, abs- no, absolutely, absolutely not. not. No. no. So no. Digger was Richard's business partner's son. Jason. Jason, Jason Stiles. Jason Stiles. Uh, I hated him. I hated him too. I didn't like Max Medina. I didn't like I any didn't, of the others. They just didn't. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. I feel like we intentionally, they intentionally made kill, like, not not made them out to be like villains, but we didn't. We didn't feel the same way we did about Luke mm-hmm. for a reason. Like they would put, you know, little things. He was always like right. making the wrong decisions or, you know, right. little things that we would pick up on. I feel like the intention did Digger that. seemed like shady to me, you know, like he was. Well, right. he was shady. Yeah. Oh, he like, sued her oh, dad. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ended so, up suing. Is this someone for the mom or the daughter? The mom. The mom. Oh, okay. Um, but also, I mean, I also didn't like Christopher. Okay, so yeah. that was my next question. Like Did you guys like Christopher? No, no absolutely not. No. He was so like pushy and yeah. honestly, he just never like grew up. I don't know. He was always so. What would be your takes on who the father of Rory's baby is? 
I mean, it's definitely Logan. I think it has to be Logan. Because it's the same scenario that Lorelai was in, right? Like, Right. That seems like it'd be the broader message, right? Like, history repeating itself. What do you think, Claire? I feel like you're a deep. In I thought. always joke. Well, because I always jokingly came up because you. I think you said that I was listening to your like Gilmore Girls um, COVID uh-huh. thing a long time ago, and I was like, "What if the baby's Kirks?" Every job in town, as many jobs could be sperm donor. <laughs> My stance was that Jess was the best one for her, but I yeah. think she ended up with Logan. Yeah. yeah. I think her and Jess like wanted the same things that would pursue their independence. Logan kind of wants a trophy wife. Yeah. And I think Rory's more entitled than she believes she is and wants finer things. For sure. But she also was jobless. She wants at to 30. travel Europe. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. And have a house and, and on, on the, the on the East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> Did it bother you guys when Christi- like Christopher would be like, I want to give you boatloads of money? And they'd be like, nah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> What? Like, uh, yeah, like without strings. Right. Yeah. Just take the money. And she's like, "Mm, just college. (laughs) It's like he abandoned you your whole life. She's like, I already have a Birkin bag. It's not a big deal. (laughs) Rory not knowing what a Birkin is. Uh. Anyway, you guys, love you. Thank you for joining me um, for this very chaotic episode where the wind's blowing and it's storming outside. If you never hear from us again, we did perish in the flood. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Not the fire, but the flood. As always. Oh, wait. Okay. If you're in Nashville, Dallas, Dallas, Boston, Boston, Chicago, Boston sold out. Chicago's almost sold out. But if you're in Nashville or Dallas, come see me. I'll be on Texas today on Wednesday. I'm wearing a sequin short suit that I don't think is appropriate for daytime television, but I have nothing else with me. (laughs) Um, And as always, let me know your thoughts and I'll let you know mine. I'll be there in five. I swear. Thanks, guys. (laughs) 